All right, lights, camera, action. Welcome back to another episode of Fit Jackton's Fact. I'm your host, Joe Janiga. Thanks for joining me today for episode number two, maybe a week overdue. Um, yeah, uh, you know, the change of weather here in Michigan uh, generally indicates cold and flu season and whatever else is going on out there right now with all of our health. But in any case, yeah, I got it in full effect uh, right after I recorded that first show last week. Um or two weeks ago, I should say, and boy, it just hit me hard for about a week. I made several attempts to get in here and try to get this done, and I couldn't make it through half the show without, not even half the show, I couldn't make it through anything without coughing or sneezing or hacking. Uh, so hopefully I'm through all that. I'm still a little bit raspy. Maybe I got a little sexy voice for some of you out there, but in any case, I, um, I'm through it and uh, ready to get the show on the road here. So as they say, the show must go on. Well, eventually, anyhow, so... I'm here and uh, appreciate everybody that joined along uh, with me last week on on this uh, new ride that we're taking here with Michigan's own Fit Jack and Stacked. Uh, it got a great response from all you guys out there, and I really, really appreciate that. You know, it's you know we do this stuff for free. You know, it's not uh, it's a hobby really. So, and, and being in the gym world for most of us generally is our entire lives. And uh, those of us who are fortunate enough uh, to get their pro cards and maybe move on to bigger and better things and greener pastures and all that good stuff. Uh, it's not an easy thing to do in the lifting community. Uh, very few people are making a living doing it. Uh, so I'm just kind of lending uh, my voice to uh, everybody else, and, and including those people, of course. So anyhow, welcome back. You know, um, it's growing season in Michigan. The leaves are falling. The, uh, the wind is blowing, and it's time to start growing. And we have, uh, uh, you know, fortunate for us, we have that season here in Michigan where everything kind of winds down you know, come the end of October, the middle of November. And, you know, most of these competitions in, in both powerlifting and strongman, even bodybuilding start to kind of, you know, get to the very end here where the state champions are, state championships, you know, the Olympia is on its way. A lot of the pro shows are over with, of course. A lot of the local shows are over with. Strongman shows for the most part are done until I think nationals in, in Las Vegas where the Olympia, we'll talk about that a little more as well. But the nice thing about this time of year is it gives everybody a chance maybe to reload and, you know, heal up some injuries and look at the calendar for next year and get excited about kind of an off season where they don't have to maybe uh, focus so much on the programming, eat a little extra, get a little extra rest and start putting a plan together that uh, for success come next year. And for a lot of us, that's not even competition. For a lot of us, that's, of course, getting ready for the, the other seasons that allow us to take off the sweatshirts and the winter jackets and things and look good on the beach and look good walking around when the sun's shining. So whether we compete or not in Michigan uh, or the Midwest, we find ourselves in an off season like a lot of uh, competitors or a lot of athletes do just in our normal gym worlds because we can get away with uh, wearing a little extra fluff in the wintertime. And I know there's quite a few of us out there that like to take this time of year and not worry about uh, you know, eating so much around the holidays or enjoying ourselves a little bit more, albeit it's only for about two months. At least it should be. Now, listen, I know a lot of you guys out there, a lot of you girls out there, you're thinking, well, I've got till February. I'll, I'll do the New Year's resolution thing. I'll get in the gym in January. Well, generally that doesn't happen for about three or four weeks. And finally, when you do get in the gym come February, it makes it a lot easier if you get busy then, because what generally happens is people won't really hit it hard until like April when they get that first real nice sunny day. And they realize that, oh, my God, the nice weather is almost here and I'm almost out of time. Uh, so we see, see that a lot. I fell victim to that a few years myself. Uh, that's no fun because that's trying to make up for a lot of lost time in the gym and on a, on a hardcore diet or something to get ready. What I would consider summer 
being that, uh, you know, the July 4th weekend, I guess, or, you know, that first week of July. And, and that's what we're all kind of shooting for. We want to look our best maybe at that sandbar, or, you know, out, out on the beach or wherever it is we might go on vacation. So, yeah, we're pretty fortunate here in Michigan. We get that whole sort of off season. Uh, but there's a responsibility that comes with that, and that's getting back in shape, of course. And, well, we lose a lot of them, don't we? Um, you know, you see guys in the gym from last year, and you don't see them back. They fall off the wagon, and they never return. Uh, sadly, we'll run into them somewhere at a baseball game or something, and they'll look like the other 99% of the people in the ballpark, you know, kind of just sort of fading into the fading into the the the, the the millions of ma the masses out there or the, the many people out there that don't look like they're in shape and we all look and just kind of scratch our heads and say, yep, I'm never going to be like that. And lo and behold, some of us end up turning exactly into that. So to no knocking anybody not in shape, just get in shape. Uh, it's a fountain of youth. We all know that. So anyhow, I digress. Um, yeah. So, you know, I was thinking about it last week, you know, how do we break this show up and really kind of represent everybody? Cause there's just so much good stuff to talk about. You know, we've got uh, all the different scenes of lifting, of course, CrossFit and general lifting, you know, community. And then, of course, you've got powerlifting and strongman and bodybuilding and you know, even Highland Games kind of stuff. And all these sort of sports fall into our lifting world. So I thought maybe we just kind of break it up a little bit in the segments, you know, and that segments maybe being kind of powerlifting, bodybuilding, strongman for a bit until you guys give me a little bit more of your feedback and we can kind of talk a little bit more about maybe some goings on out there just in the general lifting community but this is always a good way to start because it often gets us down those roads of conversation about you know people and places and things and that's of course what we're going to try to talk about a lot here on the show of michigan fits uh jacked and stacked so uh you know that's a good good way to start i did ask for a few questions last week as well uh drink of water here real quick uh you know you guys were uh comical in a few of them <laughs> You, you gave me some solid ones, though, at the same time. And some of them, I think you're just being goofy. but Or maybe you're being serious. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but in any case, I'll, I'll answer a few of those here today. And we'll have some more fun with that, too, some more interaction with uh, everybody out there. But in the meantime, uh, you know, if you're not listening to this show on Spotify or watching it on YouTube, I do video it. I don't know why. But, uh, maybe, you know, some people like the, more of the visual. I'm generally not looking at the camera when I'm doing this show like I do my other shows. But uh, in any case, it's on YouTube as well. Um, and that's on all the listening platforms, uh, as far as the sound platforms are concerned. And of course, if you go to our IG, which is backwards, by the way, it's Michigan fit stacked and jacked, not fit jacked and stacked. Oddly, uh, they didn't have that name available, which was weird, but uh, anyhow, I got that name and you'll find it. Of course, you know, I'm trying to befriend everybody out there that's befriended us. And that way we can kind of start a little bit of a social circle of our own here for this show. And I can get more interactive with all you guys. So. But yeah, anyhow, um, moving along, uh, you know, we talked a little bit at the beginning of the show about how this kind of is a, you know, kind of a finish line for a lot of sports out there and a lot of things that are kind of going on within the athletic community where we're finishing up before the holidays and uh, a big, big uh, a bunch of big things on the calendar coming up in November, of course, are all these powerlifting um, state championships. And I say a lot of them, right? One of the questions I actually got was, how many federations are there in the state of Michigan? Because as many of you guys know out there, it gets a little confusing because there's a lot of powerlifting federations that are, well, they're out across the United States, around the world for that matter. But and anyhow, I, you know, without actually looking it up and just kind of going off of memory, we have, from what I understand, and you guys can, you guys can correct me if you're listening in on the social media, we have the WRTP, 
we have the USAPL, of course, the USPA, the USPA, and the APF. Um, and of course, uh, I, I, what is it? IPO, uh, IPF, WPO. They're more of the, the bigger stages that sort of some of these federations can lead to or are affiliated with. And of course, if you get to a pro level, it's less about necessarily a federation. It's more kind of just being at the pro level. And pros generally jump around as a lot of amateurs do to a lot of these federations, because quite frankly, uh, nobody's real loyal to them. I think I think a lot of people gravitate towards maybe one or two of these federations that uh, that they, they just like. Maybe they like the the promoters or they like the people they compete with. Some of them are forced to go in a certain direction. Of course, USAPL is a drug tested federation. Uh, they're not the only drug tested federation. I know USPA also has a drug tested component or a drug tested series, of course, of, of shows that they do as well. But for the most part, correct me if I'm wrong, but the USAPL is the only organization, certainly in the state of Michigan, that offers a complete drug tested uh, uh, program. Uh, so they're drug tested. And that's awesome. Of course, it allows people to get in their lane and find a place where, you know, they don't have to feel like they're competing against other obstacles, of course. And that, of course, would be performance-enhancing drugs if, if that's something they just don't want to deal with. Uh, it's also a great organization because they have teens involved in, in high school and all that kind of stuff, too. So, of course, they're not going to propagate, you know, any type of uh, deviant behavior. You know, of course, as I mentioned in the last show, PEDs are becoming sort of the mainstream now in our culture. But it doesn't mean that, you know, people have to necessarily do them or get involved in them. And, of course, I encourage everybody to take their own path. So the R WRTP, that was kind of a West Coast organization. They um, they started out West Coast. I know I've talked to a few of their uh, few of their um, uh, people over there, their state chairs. Excuse me, <coughs> cough number one. Their state chairs over there, and uh, they were going to be moving in this direction. I spoke last year to a couple of these people. So surprisingly, and to no surprise, they're kind of here in Michigan now as well. They actually have their state championships coming up November fifth. Uh, just mentioned the USAPL. They have their state championships coming up November 5th and 6th. That's an Evolution Fitness in Mount Pleasant. Very familiar with that show because we're actually going to be out there at that show, Michigan Fit Stack and Jack from Gym Life Media. We'll be representing. We'll be live streaming that event for all you folks out there that can't attend it. Uh, that's going to be huge. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit more here in just a few minutes. But And then, of course, USPA, they have their winter throwdown. They just announced that Raw Strength in Kalamazoo, uh, which is a, a great facility, was there briefly trying to set up a live stream once uh and and uh, i think it's josh and he's got a great um a great program down there that he does there at raw strength with promoting a lot of shows that being strongman and powerlifting from all different federations matter of fact that was a usapl event that we were a part of down there when we first visited him a few months back uh then of course there's the upa and upa some of you are familiar with because the upa of course is supported by uh matt crock or, or Janae, excuse me, Janae Croc. Sorry about that, Janae. Um, that's down in Novi now at Croc's Gym. So they're going to be doing their state championships, I believe, as well. And that is on November 12th. And, uh, of course, Croc is a, a – talk about a rich a state with rich history and and, and, and really being a, a more progressive in the way that we see things when it comes to the lifting community. Uh, that's a great story. We'll talk about that someday. A lot of you guys know Croc out there. And, of course, one of the strongest guys ever to – ever to grace the state of Michigan, uh, just a total freak. Uh, he or she was um, just uh, unbelievable <laughs> and strong and, and just uh, just had a crazy uh, resilience and, and determination and, and something that we're going to talk about more. Hopefully we'll get down there and we'll have a chance to uh, interview her 
and uh, get some more uh, kind of this old school, you know, this history that that she was a part of for many, many years in the state of Michigan. So anyhow, kind of off on a tangent there, just got me thinking, uh, just a, a really cool part of our history here in the state. And of course, we had APF as well, and APF just did a big event at the uh, RPG uh, Rochester Performance Gym last week, and that's always a fun event. You want know, to talk about some big geared lifters there. Um, so yeah, there you go. There's five, right? Uh, there's probably more than that, uh, but I'll just go with those five and kind of roll with that here for a minute. I'm sure you guys will correct me, but I, I, there probably is one or two more. Listen, if you if you add the P and F to any acronym, you probably just called out an organization, honest to God. There's so many of them, powerlifting federations or powerlifting associations that you can hardly go wrong if you guessed an acronym. You probably got it right if they got P, F, or A in it. So, But we'll try to stay more on top of some of that stuff. I know Great Lakes Powerlifting is a big organization that promotes these events as well. Um, and I want to get more involved with them because I, I've been really involved with the U.S. APL, as I talked about briefly a minute ago, in large part because Gina and John are so inviting and allow us to come to these events and just sort of uh, do our thing and live stream for them and uh, get to interview their athletes. And we have athletes, or I say we, I've coached a few that have been there, teenagers, and worked with the Goodrich powerlifting team for a while, their coach Ron out there which was a lot of fun. So that's kind of how I got into the USAPL. And as a result, you know, one thing just sort of led to the other and just kind of being around and helping some other young athletes out that are coming up through the powerlifting scene. And of course, we're working with Brendan Pappen and Jeremy Orm as a part of uh, uh, Momentum Performance Podcast here at Gym Life Media. And they just released their second show, second and third show. Um, their third show was with Gina Hensley, who is the state chair for USAPL. And that's up on our YouTube, Gym Life Media right now. Uh, that was a great show, and it's actually got really good reviews simply because these guys did a great job of breaking down every weight class and almost every competitor in that show, which, by the way, is 160 competitors. So uh, they did a great job, and and so they're a part of it as well, and, and, and Momentum Powerlifting is a big part of the Michigan lifting scene. So having them on board, of course, ties us a little more into USAPL as well, and I guess you can say right now we're one big happy family, but Certainly, uh, we want to become more involved with these other organizations because there's athletes out there from all these organizations that deserve a little love, and and we certainly want to give it to them. And not only that, uh, I'll be competing myself this this uh, this winter for the first time in powerlifting in quite a few years, and uh, I'll let you read between the lines, but I can't compete at the USAPL. So in any case, um, I am going to be competing at one of these other federations and uh, looking forward to doing that. And, of course, I already know the guy I'm calling to train me, uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. So, anyhow, moving on. Uh, you know, we talked about, um, real quick, we talked about some of the competitors that were coming to that through Momentum. Um, and, oh, by the way, Cranin Warford is going to be, uh, and you guys might know who Cranin is. We did an interview with her on Gym Life Media. She's uh, from the state of Michigan here. She's got a really great story. I wanted to uh, just sort of point this out real quick because her mom actually got a hold of me yesterday and wanted me to give a shout out on our shows to Cranin because M Live did a really nice article on her. Uh, if you guys, MLive.com, I think it is. And uh, they did a really nice article on Cranin about her kind of making waves in the powerlifting community. And her story is fantastic too, by the, by the way, guys. Um, Cranin actually came onto the powerlifting scene with no experience. And when I mean no experience, I mean never once trained for powerlifting. She was talked into going into a show because as the story goes, she was posting some things online and there was a fair number of negative commentary that was coming back her way. 
that actually was calling her out using fake weights. So Cranin decides, and I swear this is how the story went. Cranin decides to say, well, screw all that. I'm just going to do a powerlifting show and record my lifts, and these guys will know exactly what I'm doing. So sure as shit, Cranin signs up for a show. It was an APF event, if I under, if I remember correctly. And she went into this show, uh, never lifting a weight before, or a powerlifting show, lifting a, at a powerlifting show. Didn't know what deadlift socks were. Didn't have a suit. She didn't even have a belt. She had to borrow these things in order to compete uh, while she was at the show from other competitors. And she goes up and she breaks the state deadlift record in her very first attempt. Um, so if that doesn't tell you what a freak Cranin is, I don't know what will. So without any formal coaching at all, she's already breaking records. Uh, she went over 1,000 pounds total in her very first show ever at 75 kilograms, which if any of you know out there for women's powerlifting, uh, raw and natural, that is a huge uh, feat of strength. So she went on to rupture her Achilles tendon two months later. Uh, she ended up not competing for several months, rehabilitating her Achilles tendon. I ran her, ran into her at the Tournament of Champions at uh, F3 Fitness. Shout out to Garen Clark. F3 Fitness, and uh, she was competing there as kind of her warm-up show on her way back to States. And uh, she broke the state record, I think it was, in, in deadlift. Uh, so, yeah, she's easily coming back, and she's looking even better than ever. And she will be going up against Kara Wilson, uh, who all you folks out there probably know what Kara is. I call her the queen bee in the state of Michigan when it comes to powerlifting. Raw natural, she's putting over a 1,200-pound total up. She's world-ranked. Um, she's amazing. She, uh, she's not somebody that's easily beaten. Matter of fact, I can't remember the last time she was. Void of injury, that is. And uh, she's going to be going head-to-head -head with Cranin in that 75-kilogram class, providing they both make weight, which I'm sure they will. And that's going to be one hell of a battle. And I bet you Kara is inviting that. Uh, of course, she's the kind of champion that wants competition. And Cranian's going to give it to her. So you guys watch out for that. We're going to be live streaming it. So I can assure you that I'll be cutting some clips and getting some clips of these guys up as well because it's going to be a fun battle, along with a ton of really great battles that I think we're going to see at the Michigan State Championships this year. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned anyhow. So uh, another quick drink of water here while I'm trying to not cough all over this microphone for you guys today. All right. So uh, moving on. Bodybuilding. Yeah, why don't we just go right to bodybuilding? We'll do this in segments today. And that way, if you guys are fishing around on the episode, you can find your wheel wheelhouse and go right into it. Listen to me chat about it for 10 minutes and move on. Um, I hope you don't, though. I hope you stick around for the show because there's a lot of good people that deserve some credit, too, and we'll, we'll call some of them out. But bodybuilding, uh, I wanted to mention last week we, we talked about Todd Whitting. Wanted to give Todd a little bit more love this week because Todd has actually just got his pro card a year and a half ago. He competed in his very first show a few weeks back, uh, I think three weeks ago at the Legion in Nevada, IFBB Pro Show. And he ended up taking second place in the master's class. I'm not sure what he did in the open. But uh, Todd did look fucking fantastic, as he always does. I mean, it, I, I can't even tell you how hard Todd works in the gym. I see him when I'm in there. And if I tried to tell you, it wouldn't do it justice. Um, this guy is living, breathing, and uh, seriously taking – his sport of, of bodybuilding as serious as anybody should take it to be at the level that he's at. Um, and I met Todd a few years ago, and his work ethic has been like that since I've met him. Uh, he's a focused guy in the gym, and if you ever see him in the gym, it's hard to miss him. He's a giant. But, uh, yeah, Todd is one hell of a, of a competitor, uh, and he's certainly one hell of a guy. So I wanted to uh, just give him a quick shout-out. There was something kind of cool that happened with that, too. And, oh, by the way, when did, when did 35 become a master's class? 
I mean, bodybuilding, let's get that right. I mean, they must have they must have came up with this like 30 or 40 years ago when guys quit lifting at like 32 or something. I don't even know where they would come up with this at. I mean, most guys don't even hit their their peak anymore or their prime until their mid-30s. But in any case, you're making us guys that are a little older than that feel really old by calling 35 a master's class. But maybe bodybuilding needs to get that right. So Todd had actually uh, done well in the show, and uh, he posted something on Instagram the other day, which I thought was really, really cool. I think we can all appreciate this. Uh, you know, a couple of his idols that he's had growing up through the sport were Jay Cutler and Fuad. And uh, both these guys were on a podcast, I guess it was, because he, um, <coughs> excuse me, Todd put the Todd put the sound clip up on Instagram, and they were actually uh, they were actually critiquing the competitors. Uh, respectfully, uh, it, through this show, this Legion show, as they probably do with most I, IFBB shows, they get together and they do this sort of uh, this review of the show. And they had a picture of Todd up there, and they were both uh, commenting on Todd's physique and had a lot of great, a uh, lot of great things to say about Todd, which was awesome, and uh, some constructive criticism as well. And I'm sure Todd appreciated all that coming from those two guys. But I thought what was really cool about it is imagine Todd, you know. Uh, looking at these guys growing up in the sport and, uh, you know, just really idolizing them, I guess, like we all do, maybe somebody in the sports that we love. And then all of a sudden finding yourself on a stage, being at a, a level where they're at as a pro on the, on the pro stage, that is. And then of course, listening to these guys, uh, critique him and commentate and just say his name, you know, and say, you know, and this is Todd Whitting and Todd looked great. And some of the other stuff they said, and you know, that was just probably a super awesome moment for Todd. Because I can assure you there's a lot of us out there that would love to be recognized by that level of an athlete, an icon, really, like even in Jay Cutler, um, that, you know, is looking at his physique now and, and talking about Todd. So I think you guys know where I'm going with that. I, I, I just think that's such a really cool thing. And uh, so congratulations, Todd. I know he did great on his first show, and I'm sure he's already getting with Dom Kuza, who's his coach, uh, who's a great coach, of course. And Many of us in the bodybuilding community or those of us who are familiar with the bodybuilding community know who uh, Kuza is, and uh, he's doing a great job with Todd right now. And I'm sure they're already circling something on their calendar for next year. Uh, they took those criticisms they got uh, probably through the judges and through others and said, okay, now we're going to fix these problems and get on to the next show. So I can't wait to see Todd when he competes again. So that's going to be uh, a ton of fun. Uh, another thing uh, I wanted to mention too. Oh, by the way, did you guys... I say, by the way, right, you guys, I'm sure some of you did. And if you didn't, uh, they just had a big scandal that broke loose through the Washington Post uh, about the IFBB and MPC and some some uh, uh, things that were going on with playing favoritisms and stuff like that through some of the women's uh, bodybuilding uh, classes and things. To no surprise, listen, I, I don't think any one of us are sh were shocked to, who have seen that article come out. Um, certainly I've talked to enough people, uh, industry professionals, industry people over the years that have hinted that these things kind of went on. So I'm, I'm not going to elaborate on it here, but I would just encourage any of you that are follow bodybuilding. If you haven't already heard, right, it's a shot heard around the world right now, uh, going in and checking out that article through Washington post. It was, I think it was Washington post, but anyhow, um, it was uh, very, very revealing. I'll just say that. So anyhow, moving on, there you go. Some national news for you here at, uh, fit stacked and jacked here. Um, so bodybuilding. Oh, you know, I wanted to mention this too. I had a question, uh, that came in through, uh, that our Instagram, when I asked you guys for questions, one of them said, if you started at any gym for your road, road show, you know, going to these road trips for fit, jacked and stacked. And I mentioned that we want to get on the road to start 
visiting a lot of these different facilities that are out there around the state of Michigan and getting to know their people there and getting to know who works out there and the gym owners and all that good stuff. Um, what would be our first stop on that list? And I thought that was a really good question. It took me all of about one minute really to think about that answer, though. And there are a lot of great gyms out there. I think a lot of you guys could agree with me, though. If you're familiar with this gym, this has just got to be the gym because it's probably stood the test of time longer than the rest of them. And the rich history at this gym, particularly in the bodybuilding community, it doesn't get any bigger than this. And that's the powerhouse in Highland Park. Um, there's great champions that have been out of that gym. Some iconic names, Ron Love, Linda Murray. Um, of course, she was nine-time Miss Olympia, I think. I think Iris beat her eight times. Iris got 10. But, yeah, I mean, you want to talk about taking a step back in time. Go down to the Highland Powerhouse, Highland Park Powerhouse. Check that facility out at South Woodward. Uh, it, it's amazing. And just to be inside that place and just to look around and, and look at the history, you can feel the history. You can cut it with a knife in there. You know, last time I was there a few years back, it was a lot of equipment there that, well, certainly we can all appreciate now because we're always looking for that old stuff that we can't find anywhere. But it just, you felt the... <laughs> You felt the history in it when you were using it. I mean, obviously, it still works great and all that good stuff, but just just sort of the tarnish on it, you know, you felt like you were kind of, you know, maybe sitting where Ron Love was sitting or, or these conversations with some of these other pros that were taking place in there. Uh, I just think it would be cool for anybody to take a road trip there. Uh, that place has been standing a long time, and I, I, you know, you know the Powerhouse franchise was started right here in, in the state of Michigan as well, so that's something else to be proud of, uh, and that was the very first Powerhouse gym, so... I think that would be, without a doubt, the very first gym we're going to go to, and, and I'm going to make that happen. And as I looked down the calendar, I was thinking to myself, when are we going to make that happen? we got a lot coming up, of course, <coughs> three times. Um, we got a ton coming up here in the next couple months, or at least the next month. Of course, I mentioned USAPL uh, state championships. Uh, we got Static Monsters next weekend, which I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, then USAPL in November, and then we've got a little bit of a break, I think, between November fifth and sixth and the olympia and if the, for those of you who don't know kind of my my conclusion to this bodybuilding category we are actually heading out that i say we the gym life media team um is heading out we've been invited to participate at the olympia expo with monica brandt and if you don't know who monica brandt is shame on you one of the most iconic women uh, to ever grace the sport of bodybuilding probably the most most recognizable face in the sport for 30 years uh, on a global level. She's been on the cover of 150 magazines. Uh, she was one of the very first women, and there's a handful of them, so not to discount any of them, to put muscle on and make it look good and, and to make it acceptable, socially acceptable. Uh, back in the early 90s when she won Miss Olympia, Fitness Olympia, um, nobody would ever seen anything like Monica before. Um, she really was a pioneer in this sport. And over the course of the last year, I've gotten to know Monica, and she has invited Jim Life out to participate at the Olympia in a big booth. We're going to set up the Monica Brandt show and Jim Life Media and myself, of course, is going to co-host that show with her the entire Olympia weekend. And we have some great big guests coming on. And I mean, big, right? Bodybuilding pros and everybody else is going to be a part of that great event. And she's got some amazing friends. I mean, they are just, well, you can imagine, right? Any, any bodybuilder you love out there no doubt is on monica brandt's speed dial so uh, this is going to be a hell of a time and we can't wait just had a conversation with monica today about some things that we're going to be doing at the show uh to help her show along and 
uh, just to make it a great experience. And one of those things we're doing actually is we've partnered up with ADL. That's Don Souza with ADL Live. And if you don't know who ADL Live is, I'm about to tell you because you're going to figure out who they are pretty quick because they are taking the live streaming world by storm. They are the biggest live stream company in the United States. As far as I'm concerned, they're the best. Uh, they broadcast live uh, IFBB shows, arm wrestling shows, pro strongman shows. There'll be pro powerlifting shows. They were a part of pro MMA shows. And the calendar next year is full. And Gym Life Media has some association with Don as well through one of our other shows called Full Send Sports that were a prelude to all of his shows. So, of course, one thing leads to another. I'm in conversation with Don. I'm in conversation with Monica. We start talking about Don, start talking about Monica. Those two want to meet because they live literally 30 minutes apart in Texas. Next thing you know, they're having lunch. I'm getting a phone call saying, hey, we're going to the Olympia with you. We're going to live stream the event. I don't know if it can get much cooler than that, to be honest with you. Um, so Don's coming out to the uh, uh, Olympia with us. He is setting up his amazing technological wizardry setup that he has, which is nuts. And he's going to be live streaming the Monica Brandt show with Jim Life Media. And uh, we're going to be live streaming that show all weekend long. That's going to be free. You guys can get on ADL Live or ADLPro.live. You can watch that show there. And, and uh, it's going to be awesome. And we're going to be interviewing all these people out there and having fun with our in the expo with our booth. And we've got some ideas to get around Las Vegas to some of these other facilities. Uh, Powerhouse Gym in Las Vegas. That's Iris Kyle's gym. Uh, of course, the Dragon's Lair. We all know the Dragon's Lair gym out there. Uh, we're talking to people to get in those places to have some fun as well, to get some interviews and some footage. So, yeah, we could be more excited about that. And, and you know, I, I hope uh, you guys tune in and check that out. It, it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're certainly proud to represent the Monica Brandt Show and be a part of that operation uh, moving forward as well. We've got some fun things that we're already talking about in 2023. So, anyhow, I, I went off on a big tangent there, but it's worth noting uh, so that's on our schedule as well. So sometime between, oh, I'd say probably the uh, Olympia and also the USAPL, which is about four or five weeks separating those two, that's my goal is to try to start this road trip thing, you know. Uh, doing these road trips are, are so much fun, and it's just such a great opportunity to really get personal with these places and these people as opposed to just sitting behind a, a desk and a microphone and talking to you guys like this all the time. We can get out, get out there and get some real cool, cool footage to attach to maybe some of the stuff on YouTube and put some extra things out there as well uh, for these places and people that we meet. So we, we're definitely going to plan on doing that, and I encourage all you to do the same thing. You know, This winter, get out there and take some real cool road trips. Uh, my buddy Dwayne and I, man, we were – I don't think a Saturday went by in the wintertime. We weren't trying to find a gym somewhere to go to to meet somebody else to uh, you know, just to have an experience of a lifetime, and, and, and it really was. I mean, we, we went to a lot of places, and we got to pump a lot of iron and, and – or push a lot of iron around and have a lot of fun. So uh, I don't want that to be dead. So we're going to bring it back. Uh, social media, I think has killed that a little bit. Uh, so let's bring back some of this road trip stuff and maybe we can get some of you guys to join us on some of these trips that we're going to do too. So it's going to be a lot of fun for sure. Um, so yeah, so bodybuilding, right? Bodybuilding, powerlifting. I'm going to take a drink of water, gather my thoughts. So much to talk about. Jeez, oh, Pete's Michigan. Crazy. So we're talking about some events that were coming up in powerlifting. There are some coming up uh, in strongman as well. More later on this winter, um, strongman is taking the nation by storm. As many of you know, it's it's a sport that has been a bit, you know, uh, underground from years and years and years. 
we're going to have some great discussions about that in, in Michigan and the history of Strongman in Michigan in future shows. But of late, Strongman in the state of Michigan is starting to blossom again, take off. What I mean by that is uh, talking to promoters George Bullard and uh, the state chair, of course, of USS and Brian Bonet, who's the straight state chair of Strongman Corp, who are, I guess you can call them competing, you know, competing organizations for the strongman community around the United States. So in Michigan, of course, we're represented by both those people. Competing for us, the guys that compete, that's probably not true. We're not loyal to either one of them generally. Uh, we just appreciate the opportunity to compete. Um, so we'll let them handle all the politics of it. But certainly, uh, Brian and George uh, are friends, and, and they're friends of the strongman community. So they're trying to make it accessible for everybody out there that wants to be a part of this community as well. So we've got more shows coming your way in the state of Michigan through the Strongman. Uh, I think next year already there's five slated. I talked to Brian recently. He's got some surprises with Strongman Corp. He's going to announce soon. And also some new shows that are going to come up here in the state of Michigan. So hopefully we get those shows back up to eight or ten. And I say that because years ago that was never the problem, right? We always had a show to go to just about every weekend in the summertime. If you could compete at those shows as a strongman, generally that's not an easy thing to do. But uh, certainly as big as the sport's getting in the state, as large as those shows are, excuse me, large as those shows are up at the Great Lakes, uh, we can use some more competitions for sure. Not only that, it's, it's, a, it's a fuck ton to travel right now, and everybody knows it. And as much as we want to support some of these uh, other communities in the Great Lakes region, which I've always tried to do over the years, uh, it's just a little more difficult to do that now. Uh, just It's expensive to travel. It's expensive to do these shows and get ready for these shows. So it's imperative that the state of Michigan uh, offers more uh, promotions or more strongman shows for these competitors to try to cultivate a, uh, and keep cultivating a better group of strongmen and strong women in the state of Michigan because we do have a rich history of strongmen in the state of Michigan. And having that opportunity to compete is the, is the big reason why we did. Um, and you know, we, more recently we were blessed. I say blessed cause we were anytime we get a pro in any sport and we can tie that pro to the state of Michigan, we're all blessed because we had somebody that was working hard in their craft. Uh, they represented us well, they brought the hardware back to the state and we got two new pros also in the strongman community. That's Chris Surgenson and Bill Kendall both took second place, top three places at strongman corp nationals, uh, get their pro card and strongman. Both those guys got their pro pro strongman cards there a couple weeks back. Uh, Chris got it for the 90 or what we call the lightweight division, the U90 division. And Bill got his for the uh, U105 division, what we call the middleweight division. Uh, so congrats to both of those guys. Um, and I was particularly excited about, not, not that I'm discounting you at all, Chris. I was particularly excited about Bill winning his 105 uh, pro card because that class to me is probably the, the most exciting class and to take nothing away from you, U90, U80 guys are super heavyweights. In my opinion, I really enjoy the 105 class because they represent more of the, the I shouldn't say the common man. They're still very, very big guys. But the athletic nature of these guys weighing in around 230 pounds or so, uh, the athletic nature combined with the strength that they carry, which, by the way, isn't that much less than these super heavyweight giants that you see on TV. Uh, matter of fact, pound for pound, they're even stronger than those guys. They're doing some pretty incredible things. That is the toughest division in strongman. It's the most competitive division in strongman. And from top to bottom, that division is just loaded, loaded with world talent. Um, so it's fun to see Michigan being represented by that right now because I don't know. I'm not 100% sure, and I'm probably going to get my 
ass chewed out by the strength, the stronger community for this. I don't think currently, besides Justin Blake, who is is a Masters now, and I don't think he competes outside the state anymore. Uh, we have anybody representing the 105 Open class right now, and I think Bill is the first guy in a long time to be that guy for us. So we're gonna root him on, of course. And as a little side note to that, when America's Strongest Man U105 kicked off uh, 20 years ago, Michigan actually won four out of the first seven of those events. Uh, Jared Spybook and Justin Blake both won two apiece. Uh, so it's been a while since Michigan's been represented by a U105 strongman. So Bill is going to be that guy now. Uh, he's as strong as I'll get up. Uh, he's, I think he's even talking about breaking the stone record, which I think is like 500 pounds, something crazy like that. But in any case, Bill's that guy now, and he's moving in the toughest division in strongman as far as I'm concerned, uh, the Dragon's Den. And uh, it's going to be fun to watch him progress through the sport and, again, be able to root on another great pro we have here in the state of Michigan. Um, we have, also have Nick O'Hare, by the way. i got to mention Nick. Uh, Nick's going to be heading out to uh, OSG to win. I'm going to say win because he won last year. It was just I think it was a countback he lost on. But to be the number one U90 guy in the world, arguably, uh, official strongman games is kind of that contest that will put you in that that conversation uh, generally right there. I mean, if you win that show, arguably you're the best guy in the world. And Nick actually tied for first last year, lost on a countback. So he's on a mission this year to get out there and to shut the door on this once and for all. No countback, nothing. Just win the damn show, walk home with that number one ranking in the world, which I think we all uh, know Nick's capable of getting it done. The guy's a a tenacious competitor and uh, tough as nails. So good luck to Nick O'Hare out there. And we'll talk more about OSG as we get kind of closer to it as well. So, yes, uh, Strongman. Uh, we talked about that event next weekend, or if I didn't, I'm going to mention it to you guys. This isn't just the Strongman thing. Static Monsters, for those of you who don't know what Static Monsters is, right after my drink of water, I'm going to tell you. Static Monsters is an event that's been going on for a few years now. This is a global event. It all takes place on the same day or within two days because of the way the how big the world is, right? In Australia, they're a day behind us or however that works. In any case, uh, it's on one day every year. This year, it's on October 29th, this Saturday. Generally, every state has somebody representing them, if not one or more gyms, that you can participate in Static Monsters at this at a facility at a certain time. In our case, we got Build Your Build Your Temple Fitness in Oxford, owned by Brian Bonet, who I'd mentioned is the Strongman Corp chair. They're going to be hosting that show this year. This can be this weekend. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be competing in it. And what makes this show super cool is you're competing against 23 other countries simultaneously holding these events worldwide. So this ranking, I'm thinking, will probably be up to date within 48 hours. All bidding for top 10 in their class, and they have all classes from weights to age groups, uh, I think uh, open through 40, 50-year-old masters, all the weight classes, and same thing with the women. And these weight classes, of course, uh, will determine the top 10, and then those top 10 are invited to Static Monsters Worlds. And there's two lifts in this. I should probably have prefaced with that. It's an 18-inch deadlift max, so it's about knee height for a lot of guys. Uh, and then it's a log press max. And they, of course, calculate the, the combination of those two scores to determine where you fit or rank in that top whatever, top in the world. If you make the top 10, you're invited. I believe it's top 10. You're invited to the uh, Static Monsters World Championships. So you want something fun to do and you're not a strong man, but you're a strength guy. You're a guy that throws around weight in the gym. And I think we all 
we all like the high high pull, you know, um, rack pull in the gym. I think it's a very fun lift. A lot of guys like to load the bar up and pull high. Uh, you're halfway there. Learn how to log press. Go do static monsters and have some fun. And at the very least, you'll have a fun day of pushing some weight around and not necessarily have to compete under the same sort of pretense as a lot of strong men do uh, or get ready for an entire show. Just get ready for these two events. Get your feet wet. Who knows? Maybe the next thing you do is you're falling in love with the sport of strongman and you're finding yourself competing this spring or next summer at a strongman event and never looking back. So Static Monsters is a real cool way to display strength uh, and to have some fun. Another way to have fun from the gym. Uh, maybe showcase some of the you know, some of the shit talking that guys have been doing year-round about how good they are at rack pulling or what kind of numbers they're putting up and that kind of thing. Uh, and just have a fun day out there in kind of a really kind of relaxed competition because you're really not competing with anybody that's, that's going to be there. I'm not competing with anybody there. I'm just competing against everybody else unless I get somebody in my class. Um, and ultimately, uh, you know, that, that hell, I wouldn't mind that a bit, you know, get a little extra push when it comes to trying to get the job done. So, yeah, Static Monsters, that's going to be a real fun event. And uh, it's something that I'm looking forward to doing. So we got that coming up, Olympia and all that good stuff. So, yeah, you know, it's it's just going to be a great winter, and we're going to have so much fun doing the show. I can't wait to get on to all this other stuff, uh, you know, that we're talking about getting a part of, and we're going to bring it to you. And, and certainly those road trips are going to be one of them. And maybe while we're out at Brian's this weekend, uh, I'll take my – as a matter of fact, I know I will. I'll take a lot of my gear, and we'll hang around for a couple hours and maybe get some uh, footage of these guys pulling and pushing and get a chance to talk to Brian. I think he's going to make a big announcement for Strongman Corp. He kind of leaked it to me that if I come out there with my equipment, he'll do that, uh, which will be fun. I can include that on some of my other shows as well. So uh, definitely we'll get to that um, as I'm looking at my notes here. Make sure I didn't miss anything with you guys here today. Oh, I wanted to give a, a shout-out to Vinny and Jen Candela as well uh, from the Gym Fitness Center here in Flint, Michigan, that I frequent uh, quite a bit. Uh, they're actually, this is, this is unique. Listen, guys, this is really unique because it's not something you see a lot of anymore. You don't see this type of investment being taken place within our fitness community anymore at this level. And what that is, is they're building a brand new facility, uh, off Miller and Linden road in Flint. And this isn't just some pole barn guys. This is a really big training facility. That's going to be specific to strength training and bodybuilding which is a blessing to see, to take nothing away from these 24-hour places that have popped up everywhere because Lord knows we appreciate the hell out of all those places because in a pinch, we've all been there more than once. Uh, Vinny and Jen are investing their hard-earned money into this new training facility that they broke ground on a couple months ago, and they already finished the exterior, I think. That should open up in January. That's just going to be off the charts, and, and we're super excited about that locally here. And I mentioned to Vinny uh, the other day, I said, Vinny, what you're doing super cool, what I know of this place and what they're putting together out there, it's going to be a destination. If you're close to Flint, you're going to want to come into Flint off uh, Miller and Linden Road there. You're going to want to get a workout in uh, and be a part of this and say you've been there. I'm telling you, you will. There's just those places around the state of Michigan, and we all know them, and I want to know more of them. And I always say that about Coop's Gym up in Saginaw even. you know, If you haven't been to Coop's Gym in Saginaw, you're really missing out. Another fantastic facility. So we've got these places around that, listen, guys, we're going to bring them to you. And if you can bring them to me, let me know where the hell they're at because some of them kind of hide out there. Some of them are in these pole barns. Some of them are kind of off the beaten path. Listen, I went to F3 Fitness for the first time like last year and had no clue F3 Fitness was what F3 Fitness is. 
I mean, where the hell have I been living under the rock lately? I mean, that's what I'm getting at. I mean, you walk into F3 Fitness, and I took this little video while I was there last week. That place is phenomenal, and the energy there is off the chain, and what Garen's done there is crazy. And we're missing these places because I drove by that place a hundred times over the past couple years. And for the first time last year, stepped foot in that door, and I was just like, man, why haven't I done this sooner? So we're going to bring some of these places to life for you. Many of you know because you live around them. You're like, fuck, I do about this place forever. Well, then you need to tell me about it because I need to get to these places myself, get some footage of these places, uh, be some, make some announcements here on Michigan's own fit, stacked to jacked, and start bringing some recognition to these facilities that you know they deserve. So uh, I need your help, guys. I really need your help with this show. Uh, I'm not going to do it without you. I could sit here and talk for hours about mindless BS in the strength community. I want to try to stay organized and represent all you guys. Next week, we'll talk a little highlight games maybe. Maybe we'll talk some CrossFit. Fuck, I don't know. There's going to be a lot of things we can talk about. And if I'm not versed in it, I'm going to try to get more versed in it and have a little more fun with all you guys out there. Uh, but uh, in any case, uh, we'll have a lot of fun getting the job done here. Um, oh, yeah, here's one more silly question. What do I bench press? Somebody asked that. I don't bench press anymore, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a better bencher, and I'll tell you that number in about t- two months when I start training for my first uh, powerlifting meet. But I, I do, I'm a rep guy, and I, maybe I'll s- disclose those numbers to you on the next episode to lead off if anybody's interested. Other than that, I want to thank everybody for joining me for episode two. A lot of rambling on, as, as I always feel like I do, but hopefully you're getting some from the show. Give me some feedback. Uh, love to chat with all you guys out there. Love the support we've been getting. Uh, you know, hell or high water, we'll be, we'll be here next week again. Uh, if I don't, if I do get sick, I'll certainly try to make it in regardless. Uh, ha- I coughed a few times on this show. If that's the worst of it, we'll get through another one next week about the same time. So again, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, have a great uh, weekend out there. Get the Static Monsters down at Brian's place uh, if you have an opportunity to in Oxford this Saturday. Uh, in the meantime, we'll see you next week. Stay strong.